What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wits End Podcast. I'm your host, Devin, alongside my co-host, Joe, the show. Uh, with that, today we're talking about, is politics fake? Uh, and I'm going to come right out right now and tell you, yes, it's definitely fake. Well, you got to be careful with that. You're <laughs> going to probably get this censored before we even get it started. You know, that's the way, way things go, especially like if you mentioned COVID or anything like that, you're going to get censored. Uh, yeah, now, now they're going to put up a little notification saying, find out more about COVID. <laughs> Probably. I mean, we've already seen that once. It was like briefly mentioned in one of the pods and yeah, they, they took that and started, I guess we're giving false information, but that's fine. Well, hey, that's what we're here for. Right. False information. <laughs> Just like the government does. And that's kind of one of the things I want to touch on. So typically whenever we're talking about politics nowadays, it's definitely synonymous with, you know, lying cheating, stealing, uh, and just blatant abuse of power. Uh, you know, we definitely saw that a lot during the pandemic with the lockdowns and how they treated people who didn't get vaccinated, uh, stuff like that. But, you know, fast forward three years now, and I feel like it's actually gotten worse as far as this lack of accountability and just blatant corruption. Well, that's like two different levels. I mean, because when you're sitting there talking about accountability yeah, the corruption, there, there's there's kind of a lot going on there. I mean, you know, obviously, you know, down the road here in a minute, you know, we'll get into some more specific things. But, you know, there's there's corruption at all levels. I mean, you look at, you know, politicians, it don't take you very long to look at, you know, you know, obviously inside trading, but a lot of trading with foreign governments um, and stuff like that. And it just for self-benefit has nothing to do with benefiting the American society. Uh, exchanges for favors, you know, like you'll, you'll see that where, Hey, vote for this bill. Yeah. That's why they put them on a little freaking Island out there. You know that everybody, they, yeah, there's definitely some favors going on and I'm not talking about money. Uh, referring to Mr. Epstein's. Yeah. There, there's some stuff out there. I mean, and this stuff is, you know, whether it's true or not, I don't know. I wasn't there. It's you know, definitely so true. I, I, definitely I, I tend to think so, too. But, you know, obviously that's not what we're talking about today. But, you know, yeah. you did bring it up, so I had to go there with that. Uh, well, the, the biggest question here, in my opinion, is why does this continue to happen uh, in such a an open, in-your-face way, but nothing changes? Well, one thing is because we let it. You know, that's the biggest thing. You know, we've said yeah, that numerous times from here is we, you know, the, the American people can overthrow the government, bottom line. You know, so if you want something to censor me, that's probably going to get it right there. Yeah. But they don't like hearing that. You know, I think it comes to gun control, but other things, there's enough power there to overthrow the government. So, but, but you know, we, we could we could go in a lot of things there, but just it's simply, we let it happen. We vote these people in, vote them out. <laughs> right. Well, and actually, you talk about voting. Uh, one of the stories I actually wanted to touch on to kind of show you just how bad and how fake politics has become is the George Santos story. Uh, he's a Republican congressman from New York, and recently they did an article about him in which they exposed that almost everything he said on the campaign trail was a lie uh, in some form or fashion. Right. I mean, I, you know, I, I dug into it a little bit, and there was, you know, obviously from the, the college he's attended to some of these very, I say, Fortune 5 companies. I mean, these are big companies that he supposedly worked for, and then basically comes down to did he have something to do with them? Possibly, but it's like a, you know, I don't know. I, I could choice of words. Anyway, he, he really didn't have it. He didn't work for him. He he did some things for other people at at the best. But I don't even know that that can be trusted because he's been called out on so many things and it's a lie. My my favorite thing that he claimed and then kind of retracted, but still 
was putting himself out there was he said that his mother was Jewish and his maternal grandmother fled to Brazil from Ukraine during World War II. Uh, and that although he practiced Catholicism, he was a non-observant Jew. This turned out to be false. His response was, because I learned my maternal family had a Jewish background, I said I was Jew-ish. Right, yeah. I mean, that's about as... That's crazy. It's about as stupid, dumb, whatever word you want to inject is Conway West. I mean, that's like putting him on the same playing field. Conway West. I mean, it, it is. I mean, you know, all blacks, you know, they're, they're Jews. It's from Jewish descent. Nah, you know, get off that crap. And that's where this, you know, the same thing. It's he's he says this for votes, you know, or to play to that to yeah, the to no, a certain definitely. race, and then it's like, oh, you got called out on it, and oh, well, I just said Jew-ish. I didn't yeah. mean I was an actual Jew. Yeah, I felt you know, Jewish. like I'm like, come on, man, <laughs> so you know, and like, yeah, I mean, there's several things in there. I mean, one of them, I mean, if anybody's standing up for this, in my personal opinion, because I read quite a bit about this, it should be the LBGTQ community. Yeah. And I'll tell you why, because this guy comes on here, he, and I think that's partly what got him in office is because he is, if I, and I, and if I'm wrong, correct me, he was a first, um, member of the Republican party that's openly gay Yeah, yeah. to get this no, position. Right. And he, and he kind of rode that whore, rode that in the election. My issue with it is because you go back just a little bit before this campaign started is when he divorced his wife. Yeah. Well, so you know, <laughs> you know. Okay. So funny. my my issue with that is is this guy is uh, you know promoting LBGTQ all this other stuff. It's fine. You know that's that's I'm not here to go one way or the other, if right or wrong and different. But this guy's supporting you, and he's full of lies. So I'd have to ask publicly the LBGTQ community: Is this the guy you want representing you? Right. Yeah. A, a lot. You know, I I am. I'm calling yeah. him out right now. Is this the guy you want representing you that is noted for being a liar? Because the thing of it is, we've seen this with other politicians. We've seen this with Obama whenever he was presidency. They're going to support the Hispanic and black community. I, and they didn't. Yeah. And and shockingly. so they, they get this big election turnout. They get they get elected in office on these terms of we're going to help the Hispanics, we're going to help the blacks, we're going to help the whites. It doesn't matter what the race yeah. is or what their or the agenda gays. is. This one happens to be, yeah, the, the LBGTQ community. And they're not going to do it. He's in for himself. He's going to stab you in the back. Well, uh, and this kind of shows you just how sad our politics is today is because, you know, everyone, if you find out that he has been lying, would assume, hey, he needs to be impeached uh, or taken out of office because he lied his way to get in there. And that's not fair. Uh, But they're going to keep him in there because the Republicans only have a slight majority and they want to hold on to that power that they have rather than do the right thing. And that's kind of one of the best epitomes of what our politics is nowadays. It's all a show. You know, it's basically I'll say whatever I have to say on the campaign trail, but the moment it actually comes to proving myself or doing what I said I would do, no accountability. Yeah, he's he's going to stay in office. They're not going to put him out. In my opinion, they're not going to put him out of office because you're right. It loses a vote, and right now we're at – with you know the Democrats or Republican little pissing match here, the Republicans, according to them, they need that vote, yeah, you know. Yeah. And and again, I could go a bunch of different ways with that, you know, on viewpoints and stuff like that. But I don't think all the Democrats are bad. I don't think all Republicans are bad. But there's there's both in both sections. When the more logical and the most common sense is, you know, kind of the old saying, "Yeah, why can't we all just get along?" Well, there's there's a level of that there. You know, if you need the votes, why don't you try start trying to get some of the Democratic Party on your side or vice versa instead of just beating the crap out of them verbally. 
worth ad campaigns. But no, he's not probably going, in my opinion, he's probably not going to see anything come from this. The other second reason I don't think anything will come from this too is because he fits the bill of a lot of other people that's already in office. Right. This yeah. guy just happens to be the one right now that is the public spectacle. Yeah. I mean, come on, we have caught people lying. And as much as, you know, I would disagree with this one, it, uh, it kind of indirectly affects, obviously, because of the seats of the olds. But in New York, I don't really give a crap. However, it does affect us because of that. So I would look at competency. Well, he's probably more competent than the person we have leading the United States right now. Yeah, even lying. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> you know, great. I guess that's the only sad, the only true test true. is see if he can cross the road on a bike and see if he makes it. Yeah, yeah, without falling? <laughs> right, exactly. You know, I don't know. That's, oh, you know, shoot. fun intended. But, you know, I don't know. I mean, what, how, do you, how do you deal with this? Because the only way I can say to deal with it is the people have to turn up and and put their voice out there, put you know concerns out there, and push this envelope to get him out of office. That's that's how it changes. You know this. I just I don't see the government doing anything about it. Well, and you know, kind of to your point, if you kind of really look at this from a kind of like a bigger perspective and understanding, it would make sense that yeah, you have issues or whatever that divide people to either one side or another, but deeper than that i think right after the cameras go off i actually think they're friends and they get along just fine some of it's real i'm sure but i think 90 percent of it is acting you know it's getting in front of the camera saying what you have to say for your constituents uh and then going to the lobbyist cookout and doing whatever making well, money yeah. i mean and that's that's exactly that fake politics you know they yeah. they do it's you know and, and i'm not trying to crap on everybody here but it, it's just the general consensus you know, for people there, I know congressmen that's in office right now, I think are very good, upstanding people and they do things, you know, by the book, but they're not getting recognized. Yeah. They're not know. on the news every day. But as a general rule of thumb, no, I mean, there's a lot of corruption in there. And I think to be fair, not to this guy in particular, cause I don't really personally don't care, but to be fair to politicians in general, or, you know, people writing the laws, these laws are wrote in such a way where they're not specific to one thing. They're, there's like, okay, we, we need to pass this gun law. Well, what about the other 20 things you're trying to push in there too? And right. so with it, the way they write the laws, you know, it's really hard for somebody to get just to get the whole party on board or everybody on board because there's like, okay, Hey, I agree with 70% of it, but I don't agree with the 30%. And, or 40%, whatever it may be they don't agree with. And so what happens is the American people take that percentage they don't agree with. Well, you voted because of this. Yeah, you clown, because I'm trying to do better for you. So what I had to do is I had to bite the bullet, per se, and lose my voice or lose this right on this little small percentage so you can get the 70%. Right. Yeah, which, I mean, it's politics at the end of the day. It's so darned if you be, don't, danged if you yeah, do. It's, it's give and take. Uh, I, I truly believe that there's a difference between acting like you're helping and actually helping. And for a long time now, it feels like we're putting on an, a big act. Uh, a lot of it you can draw back to COVID on. You know, how many of them were wearing masks and telling you to do the same? Well, you know, COVID, I said this before, uh, you know, and I guess I lied. We discussed this in preview of what we're going to talk about COVID. But the thing of it is COVID is the most, you know, prominent you know, thing right now. So I guess I'm going to just disclaim this right now. So we'll test this method in social media world. <laughs> oh, I said it a minute ago. So experiment. obviously we're going to talk about COVID for just a little bit, maybe five, maybe an hour. I don't know. I want to see, 
and people can see this too because they're going to be able to see that there's going to be some little pop up down at the bottom, basically to fact check this stuff about COVID, whatever. They're gonna they're gonna put something on there to screen this to make sure the government understands. Hey, you're getting false information from Wits in Podcast or whoever whoever's doing it. They they do that crap to everybody. So my thing is COVID. A couple things. One, I think they used it. We talked about it. You don't have to talk about it, but you know this basically big reset button on the world. Oh, the great reset. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think it played into it. Do I think this was the government in the United States set this out? And this is not something that that I came up with. This stuff is information. It's out there all over the place. There. You know, did they do this as a way to control things, populate to many, many other things? I don't think so. What I think it was was a foreign country was testing something out to see if it worked. I think we were involved in it, and the money proves it. There's there's some things that would make it yeah. lean that way, but I think that there's a the degree from another angle that a lot of people don't talk about. So I will bring it up. It's and it's discussed. Is there's a somebody coined the phrase? It was the the great you know resignation, people resigning, mm-hmm. and and I applaud the people for you know not for standing up for what they believe and quitting their job. Like no, I'm not getting vaccinated because that's what a lot of it was. Yep. But I think what it was is if the government can get us in such a place where the economy collapses, a lot of American people will be too dependent on the government to do anything other than what they want them to do. Yeah, I think that's definitely where they're working towards. Uh, you know, with the central digital banking currency, stuff like that, clearly there's a plan in place for our future. Now, whether it's good or bad, I don't know. Uh, and just to dispel the central digital banking currency situation, uh my instant rebuttal to how could that, how could it be bad? You know, it's going to make the world better, everything more stream or seamless. Uh, the first thing I would ask is what happens whenever the government puts a time limit on how fast you have to spend that money? So, you know, you get your paycheck and you have to spend that. Yeah, we well, understand what you're saying, so and, and you're right. Can't build wealth. You know, you you they have control. And the thing of it is, is once everything goes outside of a cashless system, even if it's just a debit card, the bottom line of it is the government come in and, and shut it off. They can freeze your funds. They can do that crap. I mean, if they do that stuff right now. If you're you know investigate you know whatever you're tied up in something, they'll just they'll just shut your funds down. And so it gives them way too much control. Um, is one aspect of it. And, you know, the other aspect of it, which I've talked before, which I think it was a play in this, too, is to try to get you to live off to some degree a government stipend. Now, you know, and people played into that with the co oh, we're going to give all this money to COVID, you know, relief and send you a check every month. Well, you all cost this crap. I mean, come <laughs> on. I mean, so it's like, oh, we messed up. Well, you know, I'm not going to they're not going to say that. But like you all cause this stuff. Let the people go out and get sick. And I, and I know it sucks because people are going to die, you know, from this, too. And, 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 I, and I'm not taking that lightly but the thing of it is you know you start looking at numbers you start looking well people die of flu people die of this people i mean it's going to happen and it's not going away that's the thing you know so i mean i hate to say it it sounds very mean but i mean if you think the covid vaccine will help you go get it i'm not getting it it's it's a big pharma play that i'm not going to get involved in you know i was stuck like a guinea pig so many times with crap in the marine corps that i i i mean it's a wonder it hasn't killed me yet you know, and and so no, I'm not being a government guinea pig any longer. I signed a four four year contract, United States Marine Corps. I did my time. I'm not playing that game again. I'm not on contract with the government anymore. 
The only contract I'm on held with the government anymore is there's top secret information that I hold whenever I was in the Marine Corps that I can't talk about right now. And that's fine because that day's coming and I will be off that contract and that time frame. And there will be some stuff publicly released. And some of it's out there. And that's what's stupid about that. That's You talk about fake politics. That's the fake crap they want. You can get on the internet and read about stuff that I did in Iraq that's top secret information. I can't talk about it. I can still be charged, but you can get on the internet and find it. I'm still going to really... Rant number one. You say that uh, you hold top secret information. So, blink once. We don't really hold hold anything Uh. because, like I said, a lot of this stuff is out there. I mean, there's several guys that I served with. You know, they're they're held to these things. And it's like public information. It's stupid. That's that's the world we live in. It's like, oh, what's a secret? You know, when I was coming back from my... You know, because this is politics. You know, it is... They say fake, and, and and I hope people understand. This is not just a rant. This is the fake crap that they try to even get their government, you know, their, or I say government, but it, the military to believe in, you know. And the the side of it is like, oh, you'll be charged for this, but it's okay for this person to do it. It's fake. It's a different set of standards. Yeah. And so yeah. it's not directly like, oh, they're being fake to you and fake, you know, whatever. It's different kind of standards. It's false crap that they try to push on you. And then, so anyway, you know, just an example. I'm coming out of Iraq. I'm on a ship coming back home, and, you know, the news media, I ain't going to say which one, I know which one it is, you know, that is, oh, these guys are over here, they're doing this, and I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm sitting on a boat going home, you know, it's freaking old news, like, that crap's already happened, why does that concern me, is because of the fake side, and the fake side is this, they're getting information that's only partial information, because the government screens that crap, number yeah, two, totally. they're getting stuff that's like, three or four months old if that you know and that's the thing is sometimes it could be just complete misinformation uh you know and i'm sure you have stories about yeah jessica lynch you look at that story that was a that was fake the movie is baloney it's crap i've seen it that is a fabricated lie from the united states government as far as i'm concerned because the bottom line is they it's out there they've had they had some play in this and advertise even if it's just a simple advertisement you can do that crap that was a freaking lie. You know, I know that because I was sitting there pulling the trigger on this crap. That's how I know. So I was sitting were, right there. You were like in that area where they rescued her. I was not in the area. So they what they did in that situation, this is common knowledge. I, I mean, I, I don't care about this. this. is not some top secret classified, declassified. Yeah. You know, they no, they what they did is they shot a bunch of innocent people. As far as I'm concerned, they did a diversion. They had a town here. Jessica Lynch was held in one town here and we were on another town. And they used all types of stuff and just lit up that town. And it was a diversion to send in forces to get her out. Now, this is where things get a little sketchy, what I will or will not say, you know, publicly. But I will tell you this, the people that they said that got her out, depending on what source you look at, I think there's some other ones out there that have been corrected. That's not who was there. So that's one, that's another lie, you know, from the government. The flip side of that is, is after all this crap, you know, there was guys, they risked their lives to get her out of there. Yeah. You know, people died for this. And innocent people, too. I'm not even taken away and just like, oh, I don't care that the people in Iraq died. Yeah, because these were innocent people, you know, that, yeah. that died in this. Humans. And so you you go fast forward in this. That girl never even freaking fired around. She's a freaking coward. I don't care if she's in the military. I'll call it how I see it. Because I had people that, you know, friends over there hurt, died. You know, and and even if you just don't take it at that level, you fast forward down the road several years, there's grown men that are psychologically screwed up because of the stuff they had to deal with every day over there. 
And so I say that all to say this. This is the fake crap that comes out of our government. And, and it yeah. is a government because they wow. – they will only let so much get to the public. If they really released what really happened in Iraq, because I can, I was there. I know what happened. If they started actually releasing, actually images of stuff that happened, I have a book of them. American people would probably have been singing a different tune than what they were. So, two questions, and then we'll move on. Uh, number one, didn't she get a Purple Heart? Yeah, they they decorated her, and see, that's again and then fake the crap. Second follow up question would be. Didn't they do a movie about her? Yeah. So to address the first one, yeah. They so she was very yeah highly decorated from this president of the United States until the and and the thing of it is they jumped the gun they give her all this because she what's the story went the prelude to that story is she went down guns blazing guns fighting. No, what the what had turned up in that is her round her gun was never fired, That's and crazy. so they made her some big war wow. hero. And what she did, she surrendered. You talk to anybody in the Marine Corps, you don't surrender. Yeah. The whole thing is, and I know there's guys that did it, you always keep one round out in your vest, and that's to shoot yourself. You don't give up yeah. like that. You go out fighting. You know, it's just it's just not the that's not how that's not how Marines are bred. It just doesn't work that way. I can't speak for the other branches of the service, you know, but that's for the Marine Corps, that's how it operates. You don't give up. You don't no, you don't go into a fight. I mean, you're you're yeah. oh my yeah. gosh, I could go that that would be a rant in itself. I mean, I'm already like, yeah, oh whoa, my whoa, gosh, chill, I got chill. so much to say. So no, she 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 gave up and you know the people she was with died. You know? And that's the hardest know, again, part right there. Yeah, yeah, again, I mean you you kill every you again, watch my language, you kill everybody there. I mean, it's just is what it is. Yeah. You know, we're in war. So anyway, and it's the second point, yeah, the movie came out and I was just like I was disgusted by it. All right, so you we, know. I think we've clearly established that the government will lie to you. Sure. Uh, but I also think, to bring it into the next point, is they're also willing to cheat and steal. And what I mean by that, and the biggest example I want to give, is insider trading. I think it's just a, a blatant abuse of power and knowledge to accumulate wealth. Well, you just pause right there, and we'll stay on the subject we're on in Iraq. Just talk about public trading. You don't think that that war had something more to do with the scrap that happened in Twin Towers? Uh, I, I'm telling you that I firmly agree with why we went there. You two, you flew planes in here. You you asked for it to get your ass kicked. You asked for trouble. I have no <laughs> problem with what we why we went there. However, there was political agendas behind that. I don't care what anybody says. There there has to have been. You totally. just don't you yeah. know. And for twenty years. Yeah. For there's, twenty years. There's definitely some ties there. And then you start looking at people's background that's in politics, and you're like, oh, somebody, you know, for the sake of respect to that, to the race, I'm not going to make fun of that. But, you know, somebody's name shows up like that. And, like, oh, yeah, this person's in Iran, Iraq. Why in the hell are you dealing with them? You know, even if you did, okay, say it was even fair. We'll just pretend it was a fair trade, fair play, whatever. Okay. At, where does your morals and ethics come into play that that country, basically doing what they did, declared war with the United States. Don't you have any ethics and moral conscience in you to say, I'm done dealing with your country? Right. Well, I mean, unless they've changed. You know, now they're only under one terrorist well, group. Well, you know, <laughs> Hillary Clinton ain't changed. It's still the same. She's oh, not true. She's not president. Yeah. You know, but there's this thing that ain't changed. And I say that because that's obviously the most, I say one of the most recent prominent ones where there's a bunch of very shady stuff going on with 
donations of places and stuff like that. You know, so no, you're right. I mean, you know, when it comes to this trading and public trading, and I also think that they have inside information that you and I is not privy to. So, yeah, no, that's exactly what it is. You know, is that these guys are on committees that are uh, coming up with the budgets and the plans for giving these big corporations money uh, to create infrastructure, to work on projects, you know, whatever, make jobs. With that, here's the, the latest stat that I saw online, and just Google it, and I'm sure it won't take very long to find out. Uh, but at least 97 members of Congress have bought or sold stock, bonds, or other financial assets that intersected with their congressional work or reported similar transactions by their spouse or a dependent child. So what that tells you, and I think if I remember right, it's 20% of the total amount of people in Congress. And this is just people that have been caught, mm-hmm. you know, let alone the people that are handling their business better than them. Um, there's people that haven't reported their financial disclosures in several years, uh, haven't been audited, still get to be a member of Congress, but it's like, how do we know that they're not benefiting in a bad way from being in that position of power? So That's simple. There's some simple solutions to that is because the FBI and the CIA is a bunch of cowards not doing anything about it because it's their <laughs> responsibility, right? I mean, isn't yeah. the F, you know, CIA, the SEC, maybe not so much, but Securities I would say the, the FBI, sure. wouldn't it be their responsibility to kind to, to dig into these things? And, you know, the FCC, whatever. It doesn't matter who it is. I don't care. It's a local police department. Do your freaking job. I talked about this last week. I talked about another politics. You've got different sets of rules. Last week, we talked about minors. you got different sets of rules for adults to kids, and it shouldn't be that way. They should be on the same playing field. So should politicians. They should be on the same playing field. If I did that crap, I'd be spending time in jail. Uh, okay, well, so let me take it a step further then. So, you know, it, it kind of, I feel like it's died down since the bill didn't get passed, but there for a little while it came out that Nancy Pelosi and several other members of Congress were making large amounts of money, and they were more successful than the top people, top investors on Wall Street, which is a red flag because if you're that good at investing, you shouldn't be you know, running the Senate, you should be on Wall Street making money. Right. Uh, also, if I had that much money, too, I'd have better security in my house. <laughs> uh, so Just saying, I mean. So with that, there's a, a hubbub, you know, like, hey, something needs to be done about this. So they bring a bill to the floor. It dies. Well, during this time period, the Republican from Texas, Dan Crenshaw, uh, had an interview with a journalist who was interested in hearing different people's perspectives from Congress about the bill. And, I mean, I'm just going to read the quote of what he said, and we'll just jump in from there. So he blatantly states that if you wanted only millionaires and billionaires to run for Congress, then keep making sure we can't raise our pay. He added, just keep in mind that no one will run for Congress because you have no way to better yourself. Well, I mean, there's some valid points there. I mean... You know who regulates their payroll? I don't know, but it seems Them. like yeah. Well, you're well, yeah, you're right. I mean, <laughs> and so, you know, even if you're not giving them pay raises, say your say your salary's fifty thousand dollars. How, how number, much do you how much do you think he gets paid a year from his who a uh, senator? Oh, I have no idea. Whatever. I have no idea. It's one hundred and seventy five thousand dollars a year. Yeah, really. I mean, that's a lot. It is. That's a lot. There's a lot demanding, I think. Tell me any normal American that would be upset and say, hey, I have to use knowledge that gives me an advantage over everyone else on the market 
to accumulate wealth because I don't get paid enough money. Right. Well, I mean, that's the only stupid. way that's going to change is to put some walls in place, stuff like that. I think it could be done. Yeah, please, um, someone pass it. <laughs> they're obviously not going to promote that for sure. He said the quiet part out loud. I mean, literally. He, right here at the end, you have no way to better yourself. And he's in a public office position. He's supposed to be working for the people. Right. And he's working for himself. And this is a Republican, you know, which I'm usually on board with most Republicans. But this is... It shows you that it doesn't matter which side of the aisle you're on. They're all out for themselves and each other. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, as much as I'm a voting Republican, too, don't get me wrong, I, I, I would swing into the Democratic side if, if, the, if things were right. You yeah, know, me too. I, I look yeah. at the, when I go to vote, one, I will say it publicly, I don't, and, and people may or may frown on it. I, you know, I really don't care like many other things. I don't straight vote. I cannot stand it when people straight vote. It's crazy. You know, and for those that that's maybe younger listening to this, for a straight vote is on the top of a ballot vote. You got you know Republican or Democrat. You check the box, and it votes Republican or Democrat straight down. You don't have to basically check all the boxes. It's for lazy people. You know, this, the the problem with that is when you do a straight vote. You know, there's people, and I, I I to be fair to it, man. Even as a Republican, there's things that Democrats bring to the party or bring to the table that I'm like, yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, totally. You know, and vice, and vice versa, because just because I'm a Republican, that doesn't mean that I agree with everything they say and do by no yeah. means. Um, in a situation, just an example, whenever it was, you know, Donald Trump and Hillary, I will state my opinion on it. I had to vote Republicans because I was picking the lesser of two evils. I didn't have another option. And last time as well, it's not like anybody wanted <clears throat> the Joe Biden, Donald Trump. Yeah, I match. mean, <laughs> it, you know, the, and that's the position we were put in. And so with all that being said, you know, when it comes down to these things, again, you know, it's going to have to get up to somewhere where somebody has the guts to put these things forward to say, hey, you know what, you're going to let the American people control your pay. Well, first of all, I guess what I would say is I just want to point out the fact that Dan Crenshaw is only the fifth best performing member of Congress whenever it comes to stocks, and he's still not satisfied. So, you know, just let, leave that where it is. But th to me, ultimately, what insider trading is, is it's kind of like classic gatekeeping in the sense of we have the information that you don't, and we can use it. And we can choose to let our friends know mm -hmm. or whoever else. But if we don't think you're of a priority, sorry about you. You're yeah, just going to have no, to reap I, No, the, I agree. It's not right. The leftovers. <clears throat> and it's there's insane. people that, you know, invest a lot of money in it, obviously, because people's getting rich off of it. Yeah, you know, so yeah, you can buy people. No, <clears throat> excuse me. I don't agree with it, you know, and they should they should find a way to limit that. But until people is going to start stepping up to the plate again, these things come down to the many things I've said over and over, and I'll say it many more thousands of times over. It comes down to people standing up to it. Yeah, stand up. If people would do something about this and put their foot down, and the, the problem of it is, I think whenever it's so easy to say put your foot down, because when you put your foot down, you're in this for the long haul. It's not something that's going to happen overnight. It's going to take time. And you're going to have to be committed to whatever, you know, your cause, that, that cause that you're standing up to. Because I, I recently have seen that just last night, you know, and, and I've discussed these, you know, things. And, and but it's a prime example. You know, there was a, a guy that came through, you know, the school that possibly had a gun. It turned out he didn't, thank God. Um, all these people were ranting about it. You know, and we should do this, we should do that, we should do that. I called all those people out over a month ago. Here's the day the school board meeting, go. Not one person showed up. You know, well, we couldn't talk because we didn't have time to go. Okay, well, last night they had the other school board meeting. They could have 
guess what? Nobody showed up. I was the only one there to advocate for the entire school. Not that the school board or anybody there did anything bad. They're on top of it. They're taking care of the situation. But all these concerned people that want to say something, all they do is hide behind freaking social media and they never do anything. And so I'm saying that because when you're advocating these things, put your money where your mouth is per se. Do something to make it change. Yeah, you got to... I feel like there's a really good correlation, like in what you're saying about you have to stick it out and it's going to be tough. Yeah. To trying to become a union in America today. You know, you see that companies like Starbucks, Amazon, the railroads companies, all of them are doing whatever it takes to bust up the unions, stop them from ever forming, whether it's shutting down a store that's trying to unionize, mm-hmm. uh, telling people that they can't talk about unions in the workplace. It, it's bad. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's I see so both sides of it. I mean, I've been, I mean, one, it's illegal to do that. You can't stop your employees from doing it. There, there's, there's kind of a loophole in that law. But, yeah, you can't stop your employees from doing that or trying to form a union or talk about it. Um, however, you know, Unions have their place, you know, it's just my opinion. The thing of it is with unionize, everybody likes it because basically what it comes down for the employee, better pay, more hours off or more vacation time, better benefits, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, the problem of it is it takes power away from bosses, and that's that's the other side, you know, because Bingo. I there's it depends on your viewpoint, and I do see both sides of this. The problem of it is, is to say you have a guy that goes from the ground up and he forms this multi-billion dollar business. That's crap that to get that taken from you and your power away because you worked hard to get there. But on the other side, you know, if you're running that multi-billion dollar business and you're treating your employees like crap, somebody's got to do something. That's the key. And so, so there's both, there's both sides of that, you know, to look at, but I still look at it to be fair to this situation is do away with the unions but what that has to entail is your bosses, because we talked about this during the minimum wage thing we were discussing. If your bosses are paying your employees a livable wage and a fair wage, they're going to perform. Unions yeah. aren't going to be needed at that time. Exactly. Yeah. And so that, I mean, that's what I was going to say was, you know, at the end of the day, it wouldn't we wouldn't need unions because we have good lives. Mm-hmm. There is a work life balance. It's not all about making money for shareholders and increasing shareholder profits. And because the, the saddest part is, is rather than give people a living wage, uh, better employment opportunities, you know, more career type jobs, they're reinvesting it in the company, buying back stocks so they can increase their wealth. Because most of the employees that work for that company don't have stock invested in that company, especially enough to really make it worth seeing your boss dump more money into <laughs> the stock, like buying back stocks and increasing right. the price than taking care of them. Well, I mean, I'm a firm struggling. I mean, I'm a firm believer to say, you know, and I'm just throwing a hypothetical out there. You have 10 employees and really four of them's doing the work. If you have half the employees doing an exceptional job and you take care of those employees, you could do away with the other half. Yep. Elon Musk proved that, you know, so there's a theory behind that of taking care of your employees, paying them well. And I've said it before, employees will tolerate a lot if you're compensating that for them to do that. The other side of it is, is when you have an improper balance like that, and this is coming from somebody that's dealt with multiple, you know, multiple businesses, whenever you have four or five people pulling the weight, they'll leave eventually because they're sick of pulling the other weight. I've seen that multiple times in businesses. Um, 
business before I worked here. Exactly that. Exactly that. You're pulling the weight of other people, and businesses will fail at succeed or that. Unfortunately, yeah. fortunately, depending on how you look at it, some businesses that I've consulted with and worked at are doing just that. They didn't take my advice, and they're failing because of it. Yeah, no, it, it's it's very troublesome. Um, I, I feel like this world we live in today, the biggest problem with it is that corporations have bought politicians. That's why they don't worry about shutting down a store or not paying their employees appropriately Mm -hmm. or giving them unsafe working conditions and unsafe working environments uh, is because they, they literally, they paid off everybody. Mm -hmm. You know, if all I have to do is throw you uh, some politicians, $10 million a year, and that's going to increase my profits by a hundred million. You do the math. Right. It makes sense. Well, people can so model businesses how they want. Businesses that you'd think are like, I don't know how that's going to work or, you know, they'll fail. I mean, you can, you know, do your thing and, and model how you want. And and the thing of it is, too, you know, look at income-wise, it's really hard to justify not taking care of your employees because we're still talking about the unions and unionizing and taking care of employees. Yeah. You know, because whenever you have this business down the road, it's like, oh, we're paying minimum wage what it is. You can go down the road and do the same thing for five more dollars an hour to wonder why your crap employees are crappy. You're hiring the the least of the best you know, boy. And the thing of it is, in some of the in the industry I'm in, you can't be you can't be a felon. It just is what it is, you know, to, to own anyway. Um, but whenever you pick up the leftovers, what do you ex- you expect your business to operate and function correctly? No, uh it it's a clear way to tell. Like whenever you walk into a restaurant and it's crappy service, you know, like the, the waiters, waitresses suck. You know, even if the food is great, that has an effect on you as a customer wanting to return. Because uh, especially in any kind of customer-facing situation, you need pleasant people and people that are at least willing to show that they care about right. this interaction. Right, and that's exactly and why I'm not front of the house where I work. I mean, and I'll, and I'll say it openly. I'm not a, I'm not a customer friendly type person. You know, I can be, and I've, I and that. I've worked the front side of things before. You know, I'm not opposed to it, but that's not my strong point. You know, and, and the flip side, there's you know employees, not employees, but people that I have dealt with in previous you know employment where that the the opposite. I mean, there, there's a face of a company for a reason. Um, but again, you know, I know to get there, but whenever you have fake people. Trying to do that, your businesses fell. Okay, well, talk about fake people, fake news, fake situations that actually turned out to be real. The Hunter Biden laptop story. You know, and, and the biggest thing I really want to touch on here is we talk about, you know, unbiased media, you know, with air quotes there because it, it's not unbiased. Back in 2020, right before the election, I think it was in October of that year, uh, a story came out about Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, dropping off a laptop, leaving it, and there being incriminating evidence. No, it was nude photos. Uh, beyond that, man, there was communications. But nobody's stuff. talking about that crap. <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to cut yeah, you off. I know you'll come back there. But like, no, everybody, the, the biggest deal that everybody keeps talking about is the nude photos. I mean, have you seen this freaking clown? Nobody, I mean, like. Uh, I haven't looked for him. You know, like, why <laughs> would you, you know, want to see this guy naked? I mean, like, I, of course, everybody has their. Uh, interest but still i mean that that's like the talk uh well it's because it keeps you distracted from what really happened which is he took a deal 
in which he was directly quoted as saying 10% to the big guy, referring to his dad, Joe Biden. It's been confirmed by other people uh, close to the situation that know the big guy who's being referenced is Joe Biden. You know, you can read it in the news article that's now available today. Uh, but it's sad because all of mainstream media and basically social media suppressed this information for a long time. And it took them forever to finally come out and say, no, it's legit. And the premise of it was Russian disinformation. Well, the thing of it is, there's a bigger, I think there's a bigger issue here because if I'm not mistaken, basically the FBI is the one that told them to cover it up. To, yeah, Facebook, uh, as well as they had correspondence with Twitter in regards to it. And the point of it all is, is that, yeah, they're behind the scenes pulling the strings of social media companies who can and can't speak. Now, I think it's been shaken up because of someone like Elon Musk buying Twitter mm -hmm. and making it free again. You know, go Elon. Uh, <laughs> but well, I mean, there's there's so many problems there on that level because, okay, he's done this, whatever. One, we've already talked about that, this trading, giving money, blah, blah, whatever. It's corrupt. It's messed up. You shouldn't be doing it. You know, but a government agency that's supposed to be the FBI, and they're going in here saying, we know this stuff. Don't put it out there. Yeah. And they're doing nothing yeah. about it. President of the United States. No one's accountable. Exactly. No accountability. But yeah. again, and again, we discussed some of this stuff last week with in other, in other topics, but where is the accountability? Well, it doesn't for exist. For anybody. I mean, yeah. and it, 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 you're right. It doesn't exist. I don't know that politicians and stuff like that, but. Probably got away with the, the biggest. Blowjob. Yeah, and Monica knew what she was doing. I mean, it's there. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, well, but the thing of it is, that was a public thing. You know what they? Yeah. I mean, this guy should thing. be. I say that as a joke. But to be fair, I say that because I, that is a serious deal. You're the president of the United States in the Oval Office. You know, I mean, like we. I can understand. Yeah, I, and you know, he was sweating. You just, you just, there's just a time and place for things, and you're supposed to be held to a higher standard, and that's the standard you're you're showing. Yeah, that's you insane. know, come on, man. Like, I mean, we know you're having sex, obviously, and yeah. I could understand why you wouldn't want to have sex at home. Like, I get it. <laughs> oh my god! But I mean, yeah, come the on. Pantsuit is a turn off. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like that's just my opinion. But you know, the that's thing crazy. of it is, I'm like, you hold yourself to professional a manner, you know, in, in all president. aspects. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's what needs to happen, you know, in these issues. You know, like, hey, you messed up. Okay, sorry, but you you're getting impeached. It just is what it is. And beyond that, hey, how about this? How about the FBI, CIA, whoever that is working behind the scenes to censor information? How about we quit letting them do that? Because like, clearly it's dangerous. Well, and the thing of it is. You control the narrative. Just like I said with everything else, it always comes back down. People are going to have to stand up against it. Yeah. Because they can shut that crap down. People's gonna have to stand up. Is it gonna be one person? Maybe one person's voice is gonna get it started. Right. Maybe this. Maybe that's my voice right today. Maybe that's the starts it. You know, I don't know. I highly doubt it. But Me it's too. whenever the collectively <laughs> the people say no enough of this stuff. We're pushing this envelope. That you know they need to be held accountable. Yeah. And no, that's literally exactly know, what it is. And that's what needs to happen in this. They they have this information. If they know that it's true, then you know, and I believe it is, and to to some fashion. Um, they need to press charges. They need to file. They need and hey, if that means putting the president of the United States in jail for ten years, put his ass in jail yeah, because that's what message. you would do to everybody else. Yep. Yeah. You don't or get more. favorites, you know, in 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 the laws. We do, and that's the way that this that's the way this society is. Yeah, who do you know? How much money you have? But it shouldn't be. It should You're be good. the same across the board, and they should be held accountable too. Uh, yeah, and it, 
it wouldn't take very long to set the example of what kind of standards the American people have. You know, by busting just a few people, you show the rest, hey, I can't be acting like that Mm -hmm. publicly anymore. So at least they'll get better at hiding it again. You know, and that, that to me is the, the hardest part. It's just the blatant side of it's in your face. We're screwing you and we don't care and we're going to continue to do it. So buckle up. Well, people's going to get sick of it eventually. I mean, and it, and it kind of happened, you know, whenever whenever Trump was coming in. And that really was kind of the primacy, how he got, you know, how he got elected. Yeah, A lot of people the were just the, like, drain the swamp. That was great. I mean, it's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm so sick of this. You know, again, whether you're picking the less of two evils or whatever it may be, people are like, I'm voting for this guy. And, you know, the thing of it is he had some backbone on him, you know, and and I applaud him for that. You know, there's there's other things that he equally did did wrong. Um, However, but people got sick of it and they did something about it. And and apparently in that four year time frame, they got lazy and blind. And so what they do, they put this guy in office You know, we're stuck with him. It just is what it is. And, you know, thing of it is, everybody's like, well, you know what? If he dies, somebody will take over. It's not a better scenario. It's worse. You know, so. It's worse. You know, I mean, so the only hope is, is, you know, whenever the election comes back up, people actually do something about it, you know. And and the votes, you know, we could debate whether the votes matter or not. You know, we've talked. But, you know, the thing, they need to get out there and vote and put their voice out there. You don't like these ad campaigns. Fine. Get on somebody as you do. Support them. Push your agenda. Mm -hmm. You know, push what you believe, you know. Because I'm telling you, you, you. you know, I know we were talking briefly about this guy in New York. You know, then people need to stand up against that. They don't Put him care. out of office. They'll lie. They'll do whatever it takes. Right. Right. Why aren't you? Put him out of office. Don't lie. But because do whatever it takes. That seat affects me. Yep. In you some know? way. You know, he's he's voting as a Republican mm-hmm. on things that affect the entire United States, not just New York. Yeah, exactly. And that's the other half too: is a very small minority of people get to make decisions for everybody. So let's take some time to make sure they're a good fit. You know, maybe actually check the details of their background before the hiring takes place. Yeah, and people need to understand that. You know, and I said it a minute ago about the LBGTQ community. This is not just a New York thing. People, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Texas, wherever, California, Maine, it doesn't matter. They need to stop this stuff from happening. You know, and and I'm not going to advocate your rights. I'm not doing your dirty work for you. Do it yourself. You know, and that's with many other things. I mean, I'm going to advocate the things that I believe in, and I, and, and I will, you know, but I'm not going to sit here and fight somebody else's fight. My voice is only my voice. But if you put two, three, four, five, you know, then it starts getting hundreds of thousands. That's where it changes. you got people of like mind seeking change. And I'd say seeking change, but demanding change. Sooner or later, it's going to get traction. You look at some of these, you know, organizations, whether I agree with them or not, I'm, I'm using this as an example um, to say, look at the traction they've got. Okay, well, I guess one of the, the questions that I would have is what change would you want to implement to, like if you were in Congress or whatever, to actually try and help people in their regular life? Well, I mean, that's that's a big question. I mean, to help people in their regular life, one, I'd cut every freaking person's salary right off the bat. Yeah, people don't like it. That's what I like do. Like people in Congress? Because they're overpaid. Yep. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. One of the things, other things I do <laughs> it is talking. I would uh, I would strongly look at the way that the taxes are broken down because I think that I don't think the taxes are proportionally correct in who's paying what. And I mean, from, from the rich to middle class to poor people, um, 
or lower income. You know, I'm not trying to, I, I say poor people, it sounds so bad. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't mean it, I don't mean that in that way <laughs> in a negative connotation at all. Um, and I'm, but I will also say too, just because you're rich or just because you're poor, I'm not kissing your butt. I level the playing field where it should be the same, you know, and I'm not talking about a flat tax. Um, I would look, I would take a strong consideration to look at, at a minimum wage. There's a lot of things people like, Oh, minimum wage. There's a lot of factors you got to look at besides, Hey, let's just, you know, dump, you know, let's just raise the minimum wage and just hope it all works out. There's things you gotta look at, but people need to start taking a strong look at these things. If you can tax, you know, for certain stupid things to pay these politicians, because that's what we do. Don't do it anymore. Don't pay them that. Disperse the money in other places. Look at these illegal trading. They traded a multi, say they did a million dollar trade and it went south and they got caught. Okay, you know what? We're taking that million dollars. We're going to disperse it to the poor people. We're going to disperse it to our jail systems. We're going to source it out to mental health and, you know, whatever the case may be. Start holding them accountable um, and use the money correctly because the thing of it is they can freeze that asset okay you're going to jail you're rotting away where's that money go okay would you <laughs> say we need to decrease something like some of our military spending no okay you'd keep it the same no i no. that would be something i would definitely strongly um increase our government or increase our military numbers and i would that that is something that is paramount no don't totally you, you definitely want to be known as the best army in the world no i'd be want to be known as the best marine corps in the world Army is different. You know what the Army stands for? Ain't ready for the Marines yet. Fair enough. Come back with that <laughs> one. No, that's a joke. I mean, and anybody that's in the Army, Air Force, Navy is going to understand that that was a joke. Um, for the people that don't, it is. It's just that's how the branches of the military that operate. That's really funny. Um, we're going to talk crap on each other, and we're going to ride, and we're going to live to die on that hill where this is how it is. But at the end of the day, I have no doubt that there's Army, you know, Air Force, Navy, they have our backs just like I'd have theirs. It's just a, it's just yeah, one of those clearly. military things. You know, I have much respect for any branch service. I don't care what it is. Space Force, I don't know. I don't know enough about that one yeah. yet. Well, they're too busy with aliens. <laughs> you you but, never see them. But, you know, I have much respect for any branch of military. It's just one of those things. You got, if I got the time, I'm going to take that punch. Um, but, no, seriously, they need to um, increase that. They need to what look at healthcare? technology in the military and increase the numbers because they they have taken away our numbers in the military as well yeah. um, through several elections and presidents ago. So healthcare wise, healthcare sucks. I mean, yeah, you have to nice. you have to pay you have to have money to live is what it comes down to. You know, so if you're diagnosed with something, it's like oh, you need cancer treatment. Okay, well. Sorry, you know, and then if you go, oh well, we can put you in debt. Well, guess then what? Then it happens. Your kids are paying for it. Yeah, you and I, I would say if you're rich, then you have to pay to save your life. You know, there is no bailout. They're they're gonna make you pay that whole bill because they know you can. Well, I mean, if you have health care, you know, that's fine, and I'm okay with that. If the rich have health care, you know, that's fine. It's that's their policy. That's what it is. But well, they, I'm the problem that. of it is, is whenever you know the great President Obama came into play, pun intended. <laughs> it, you know, I was paying around 300, 350 bucks a month for insurance. When he came into office, it like doubled. And some of it, like for my wife, it tripled. That's crazy. You know, there were some good things he did. And I'm not going to run from that, you know, but I don't care to mention them. Yeah. I'm not giving him the credit, you know, but, you know, the thing of it is, you know, there's, there's options that's on the table. So I would, I, yeah, I'd strongly look at a lot of things in there. And, and I would, the first, the first thing I would do, it, I, it'd be the politics is, is getting people out of office that shouldn't be there. And the thing of it is 
from a president standpoint and stuff like that, you don't really have that power. I mean, they've got to go through processes and stuff like that. Because you, just because you vote somebody out, that doesn't mean the next guy's coming in is going to be any better. I actually, what I would say to kind of go back to Dan Crenshaw's point, I would put the ban on insider trading and let's see who's left. Let's see who's actually in it to help people. Right. Because yeah. if you did put the stops on like lobbyists being able to just let money flow in or people being able to buy stocks uh, before anybody else knows what's going on. You know, if you stopped all these different ways for them to make money, all you're left with is that 175K and heart for the people. $175,000 is a pretty good wage. So That's a lot of money. Shouldn't have a problem living on that. You know, I would. Sorry, you're not the coolest guy at the rich person party. Yeah, I mean, they should. At least you're there. Yeah, and I agree. You know, if if they stopped ways for them to make monetary gain because of their seat in office, I do think that a lot of people would be seeing a different tune and wouldn't be politicians. Yeah, they go to the private sector or whatever deal they had worked out, and then we're going to put real people in there who are there to make a difference. Yeah, and, and I think that a lot know it, there's no Republican-Democrat party. We're all independent. Yeah, and I think some of the politicians, <laughs> it, it is, you know, there's things they've got into that hmm, you'd call it good, bad, right, wrong, but think a lot of politicians it's not even in that it's just getting back to what you went in for because I, i'm sure there are several i'm probably say the vast majority of politicians probably went in for the right reason yeah got compromised um, but it's just it's just in society and in human nature there's the greed you see the money you know it's easy to get you'd go after it you know and so i mean i understand that side of things and so a lot of it is just you know they just need to be put in check and reminded of what they're there for yeah no totally uh i think it's not a easy process to get rid of bad actors, but it can be done, and it needs to be done. So, you know, everybody that's listening out there, you know, make sure that you're paying attention. Read up on people that are running for office, whether it's in your hometown, uh, for the state or national elections. It's important, you know, and be mindful that not everything you see is as it appears. Right. You know, don't be afraid to do research on any topic and any situation, and be willing to open your mind to other possibilities that are out there or possible explanations right. for events that take place. Yeah, because, I mean, there's there's things that in politics, you know, and I'll, I'll tell you another fake politics, something faker and crap that I don't agree with, is you have people, these war strategists, people sitting on panels as conducting, you know, calling shots from the Pentagon and White House overseas, has never been seen a day of combat in their life. And one of the first things I do, if any capacity that has to deal with our military, if you've never served in a combat situation and shot at, you do not deserve to sit at that table and call the shots because you don't got a damn clue what you're doing. Yeah, no, fair enough. So I say that because that's the fake crap, and people don't realize that. And that, and it's a big deal, you know, because they're making these decisions. And I was over there and making decisions on what we could or couldn't do, and stuff that was – yeah, you know, I mean, I I'd go into that, and I'll say that <laughs> I know we'll podcast all the time, but yeah. I mean, our government killed a lot of people over there. It just is what it is. Yeah, no, it's tough, and that's the thing. People lose their lives when you make poor decisions, yep. and you're selfish about yourself. So, with that, uh, please, everybody, make sure that you take a little bit of time to hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, uh, drop a comment, let us know what you think. You know, we really care, and we're trying to make this thing big. Uh, and that's filled with your perspective. So please drop us a DM. Let me know what you think. See you guys later.